0: This is a Standard Nerds podcast.
1: How do you like me now?
0: Hello and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now? uh, The podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. Uh, I'm Will and with me as always is Liz. Hello Liz.
1: Hi, Will. Good to see you.
0: Good to see you, too. Even though
1: we're married and oh, this is all <laughs> it's
0: all a lie. It's all a sham. <laughs> Not the marriage, obviously. The, that <laughs> the fact that you've got the, the, you know, the conceit that you've come in, especially for this podcast recording.
1: No, I was just here anyway.
0: Yeah. So as I. Anyway, let's get into it. So uh, this week, Liz, it's your pick of what we're going to go back and revisit and see if it holds up.
1: Yeah, and I haven't told you what I'm picking. You
0: haven't? No, I'm very excited. But
1: when I said, oh, I know what I want to do next, you said that you thought you knew.
0: Well, yeah, I, I narrowed it down to two things, because I know right. there's two kids' TV shows um, from the 80s 90s that you... Are particularly fond of, right? Okay. Um, so I thought it was going to be one of those two. Okay. But do you want to enlighten us?
1: Oh no, I want to. I want to check if okay. you're right. All
0: right. Okay. Well, my tip, my first guess was um, the CITV classic Zap, right? Um, and the other one was one that you remember a lot better than I do, which is Spats.
1: Oh, no, you're so wrong. Oh, okay. You're totally wrong. Oh, my God, all right. Okay, so those are two classic shows, which I'm sure we may well get around to. Yeah. But this week, I would like us to watch a classic that I just about remember called Potsworth and Company. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, thank God. I Yeah, Potsworth and Company. I Oh, my God, I really wasn't expecting that. No? No, I really wasn't expecting to say Potsworth and Company.
1: <laughs> well... I have, I've been desperate to watch this for years. I actually, I spent several years in this kind of pre-internet dark ages, not remembering what it was called. And I had to uh, describe it to someone who was the same age as me and did remember what it was called. Um, And ever since, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for my moment.
0: I mean, oh, I I remember like the plot of one episode. I remember the title sequence. And I remember, I think, the basic premise of the show.
1: Well, you might actually remember more than I do. Okay. Because I have a terrible memory for (laughs) facts. I remember absolutely adoring this show, but I remember almost nothing of what happens. So you hit me up with this knowledge. Okay,
0: right. Well, as I recall, Potsworth is a dog. Yes. The company are a group of, like, American school friends, all of whom are very specific personality types. Like, there's, there's a nerdy one, there's a really sporty one, there's one who's a troublemaker. It's basically like the recess gang. Um, right, But okay. before... Re- oh, it's earlier than that. Early it is animated. Recess. It is. But it's animated. Early it's, and I recall that basically the whole premise was around everything took place in their dreams. So they would go to sleep and have a shared dream experience where they would all meet each other.
1: Well, that makes it sound a lot more culty than,
0: yeah, <laughs> than yeah. it
1: was. Well, because <laughs> what they, when they dream, they go to a different world. Right. So the world exists whether they are dreaming or not, I believe. Okay. All of my memories of this are, are, are based on one scene, okay? And as a chronic insomniac, this scene must have just spoken to me as a child. Um, I, think,
0: I think I know the scene you're going to say.
1: There's <laughs> one kid who's a very crucial moment in the dream... I think it's called the dream zone.
0: Yes, I think, it's I the think dream you're right. Zone.
1: So it's a very crucial moment in that place. And he wakes up, and then he can't get back to sleep. And so he had, goes for a little jog, He's yeah, the, I think he's, I just, the sport, oh. he's the sporty kid. So he goes for a jog, um, which is actually a terrible way to get yourself to go to sleep because you yep. are right. Yep. Um, but it doesn't work. I, I, he tries various things in order to get back to sleep, and yeah. I think most of that episode is him trying to get back to the dream zone.
0: That's the exact scene I thought you were going to say.
1: Wow! Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember that scene vividly. I don't know, it must be something in that scene that I, spoke to us both. I am going
1: to say this now. I think he's wearing a sort of turquoisey green tank top. Uh, well, like I a vest? It, no, a... I think it's a, a tracksuit. So oh, I think okay. There's green with white on yes. both the top and the trousers. Yeah, this tracksuit. is ringing a bell. That's what I remember, is that there's the dream zone. When they go to sleep, this gang of friends go there, and they're trying to stop a baddie. There's always a baddie. Yeah. Do you remember the baddie at all?
0: I don't. I, re- I remember, I think, one scene of peril. What scene is... <laughs> I remember one scene <laughs> oh. of peril which has stuck with me since I was a kid, which is where they are all in the mouth of a giant monster, like they're on the tongue mm-hmm. and the monsters like tipping back across all them, and they're all holding on to like those little tongue nodules to try and avoid falling in.
1: Taste buds?
0: Taste buds. Yeah, you yeah, know, the little nod- tongue nodules. Tongue, tongue nodules, yeah. Sure. yeah that's yeah, sure. a common phrase. Yeah, tongue nodules. They're yep, all yep. hanging on to these tongue nodules, which may or may not be taste buds. And they all fall down one by one into this into this monster's mouth. But that's all I remember of that scene. That's such
1: a staple, I think, of like you know animated like any any type of peril is being in the like belly of the beast. Yeah, that it's, is it's such a staple. Jonah
0: and the whale thing. There, yeah, above. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, um, I'm excited to see if we get either of these episodes. That would be amazing. Yeah. How many episodes do you think were made of this? Because I haven't watched any, but I have looked up how many episodes. See,
0: now this to me from um, a couple of things I remember about it that it had an amazing theme tune and quite distinctive sort of this animation style that sort of came out of these this French Canadian studio that put out a lot of these kind of cartoons.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say I thought it might be Canadian because you said they were American kids, but I thought. But they I think, might be uh, yeah, Canadian. I think
0: loads of this stuff actually came out of like uh, of like Canadian studios. I'm going to go out on a limb and say actually there weren't that many episodes. I'm mm-hmm. going to say maybe thirteen.
1: There were thirteen episodes. Oh,
0: get yeah. it? It's one of
1: those. It's one of those where you remember it your whole life, and you think it was always on, or it was on for a long time, and then you look back, and there were thirteen episodes.
0: Yeah, like Forty Towers. Like there's next to no. No, everybody
1: knows how many Forty Towers episodes. <laughs> Come on. Then. So, um, you remember this theme tune? Yeah. Can you sing it?
0: Pottsworth and Company. The da 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 That that last I bit was very not embarrassing be
1: for you. <laughs> um, I honestly thought you would do more than say the name of the show and then go. <laughs> da, 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 da. I don't remember the theme tune at all. I'm hoping it's wildly different from that so I could come I, back I, and tell you that was a load of parts. I think
0: the Pottsworth and Company bit that I say, I think that is accurate.
1: You think they'll say the name of the title yeah. in the theme tune? Yeah. I yeah, think wow, a so. big prediction from you there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this one. I remember there being a villain who was quite scary. Sort of like wearing purple and with a big purple face, I think. I think that's what I remember. Yeah,
0: that's ringing some bells.
1: But then that could be the villain from everything.
0: It could be. I mean, it does sound like generic sort of 80s, 90s cartoon villain. But, you know, I think there's. I, I, that is ringing a bell.
1: I'm, I'm really hoping. Was there a teacher involved? Well, they were school kids. They were school age, so there could yeah. be a teacher. I don't know. I don't remember that much about their waking life. I think Totsworth the dog can't speak in the real world, but he speaks in the dream zone. Yes, I think that's a plot point.
0: I think there are twins in the gang as well.
1: No, it's recess.
0: No, 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 I think there are a set of twins in the gang. I think there are. Rugrats? No, I, I think it impossible come with impossible company of twins. I don't think, think there are. I think there are. I think there are I two don't kids. Think there are. I think they're a brother and sister, because and they obviously I cause they're twins.
1: They'd <laughs> <laughs> have to be related, will.
0: <laughs> in the in, in the intro, I swear they used to run in and they used to jump into bunk beds. Oh, bunk beds! Yeah.
1: Oh, that is ringing. A b- maybe. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe I'll eat no, my words. No, not so
0: quick to pour scorn on my twin theory now.
1: Maybe I'll eat my words. Anyway, I'm really excited about this one. Oh, I remember it as being one of my favourite shows. I can't wait. Let's go and watch it.
0: Yes. All right. We're going to go and watch some Potsworth and Company and uh, relive our youth, and we will report back. I'm blind. And we're back. So we've just gone off and watched uh, two episodes of Potsworth and Company. Yes, we did. Um, what did you think of it, Liz?
1: I was so excited for this. I don't think anything could have lived up to the hype.
0: Yeah, I know exactly how you feel.
1: I was like... I remember this as one of the great moments of my youth. Watching these episodes, I went through this journey to discover what it was, and then we just watched it, and uh, it's okay.
0: Yeah, I, I. To be honest, I'm not even sure. Okay, I oh, was, I was a dis- I was very disappointed by it because, yeah, I like If you, you're going to go
1: in hard on this, I will defend it.
0: <laughs> okay, like... I mean, we'll get there. But I mean, this is how I feel. I. This is one of those things that I, in my mind, and I know it's like hindsight and rose tinted glasses, I have this as like, this was one of the seminal cartoons. This is like an amazing cartoon. And I'm watching back now and I'm like, eh.
1: I did laugh a few times. And yeah. You laughed a few times. I did laugh a few times. And I I also I had this feeling like we're not watching the classic episodes. Like, there are only 13 and we watched two. <laughs> so probably that's a total lie, I'm telling myself. But I, I don't know. I I just wanted to love it, like, so much.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I know what you mean. I think, like... I think it kind of felt like, because of the two episodes we watched, only one had the, the main villain, the Nightmare Prince.
1: The Nightmare Prince. He's the guy I thought was all in purple, but he's actually a kind of sickly blue. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, huge on top and withers down to nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's another, like, cartoon character I think he looks like, and I can't he, think of Yeah, he, he does, is. he
1: does. And, um, yeah, he's a cool villain. I think he, he is really funny to me. Um, we only got one little scene of him talking to his mum on the phone,
0: and I've she's like that. telling him
1: what to do, and that was really funny to me. Like an unseen mother
0: character is always funny. Yeah, and the phone comes out of his sleeve; everything comes out it's of his sleeve, funny. which you like. Yeah, that. Uh, that I did. We like. liked that. I mean, but the thing is, obviously, before we went and watched, we talked about this, and I said and I thought this was like that French Canadian um, school of animation, and this mm. is not. This is Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Yes, it is actually which came as i mean surprising which i think puts it in context of even more a little bit disappointing because you think about the amazing stuff that come from hannah you're looking like you know um it's
1: not up there
0: th- yeah this is not up there with like with you know the flintstones and the jetsons and yogi bear it's not up there with all that stuff and then you've got this and i really thought you know this is going to be
1: no well of course it's not up there but i don't think the, the the brand name that's on it should affect how you feel about it like i I still enjoyed it, for what it's worth. It did make me laugh. I feel like I could watch it quite happily. I just didn't get as excited as I wanted to.
0: No, I mean, but we've talked about the, the, Nightmare, the Nightmare Prince. Um, I mean, other things, I'd forgotten so much about this show. Like, you know, the I mean, let's start off with the kids.
1: Yes, the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, the, mid,
0: the Midnight Patrol.
1: They're called the Midnight Patrol, and the show is actually called the Midnight Patrol. Everywhere else, no, in the US, but the BBC felt that it would be irresponsible to promote kids being up after midnight. Oh, okay. So they changed it to Pottsworth and Company. Right. Which does sound like a very BBC title. It
0: does, it does, especially, but then it also, I mean, that brings me to a point because. You know, that that actually explains a lot of things because Pottsworth is not the character you should be basing this around.
1: No, and Midnight Patrol is the perfect name for it. It's about a gang of kids called The Midnight Patrol. The show should be called Midnight Patrol.
0: Yeah, absolutely should be. Or, you know, like Pottsworth and The Midnight Patrol, if you really want to, like, you know, mint words. But But even then, Pottsworth is not the central character to all this. He's
1: not, but he is the British character.
0: He's a a sassy one. He's a sassy English (laughs) bitch. He is a sassy bitch.
1: I loved Potsworth and I think probably that's what uh, appealed to me as a kid is that Potsworth is hilarious. He do- he breaks the fourth wall. He just he turns to the camera and he's like look at what they're doing now. Like as these kids get into the normal scrapes that a bunch of kids in a cartoon get into and they volunteer to do this and then they get involved in that and he's just he's just above it all. I think probably that that sold me as a kid because that is very much on brand for me. My favourite Disney characters are like Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast, Archimedes from Sword and the Stone. <laughs> They're all the kind of
0: stuffy English, stuffy old bastards. <laughs> it's very much my brand. I mean, I did, but he is a miserable, he's a miserable bastard, and he's really snide <laughs> as well. Yeah, I loved everything. it. That's the best thing. <laughs> but I mean, you know it. <laughs> I think yeah. Actually, I think he is kind of like an antidote to to you know. You compare it to other famous cartoon dogs like. <laughs> Sco- are
1: you can do a rundown of famous cartoon just dogs a now? Okay. like
0: Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo, and Astro from the Jettisons Okay, are all very like. I mean, they're basically the same dog. Yeah, they're basically all just that. You know, goofy, super hyper energetic, everything else. And I think actually having this kind of. You know, this stone-cold sass from this very withering English dog. I mean, he's basically like Alfred from Batman, Hmm. um, but Hmm. in dog form. Yes,
1: Um, he is. Um, uh, Yeah, but a Spaniel. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I loved Potsworth. I absolutely loved him. And yeah, the episodes we watched, there was kind of not enough Potsworth in Potsworth and Company.
0: No, there wasn't. I mean, in one of the episodes, there weren't even all the kids.
1: Yeah, and there was no explanation for that. So let, should we, we should run down the kids, actually. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because I'd forgotten. Like I, we remembered, like one or two of them. And you,
1: you said to me that they were twins, and there are no twins.
0: They're not. There are a brother and sister.
1: Yes. The bunk beds bit. I acknowledged that that rang a bell, and the bunk beds was true. There's brother and sister.
0: You got and, Nick and Rosie.
1: Yeah, Nick is super Nick. Yes. So he it, can fly in the dream world. Mm-hmm. And um, he's younger than Rosie, so she kind of like looks after him. He has a sort of turtle or dinosaur toy. Which oh my comes god! To life, Murphy. Murphy,
0: right? I love Murphy. Yeah. I I want a Murphy toy. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
1: like, that that you actually like. Yeah, you like immediate.
0: I like quite a lot about this, but Murphy definitely up there because really, as soon as Murphy's on on screen and moving around, talking, and he's got that classic cartoon thing. Of, like the smaller a thing is in cartoons in mm. relative scale, the, like the less speech it has, the less yes. noise it makes. Yes. So, like Murphy, he's all Murphy does cute. is like, ah, yeah. yeah, and like that is just incredibly cute.
1: Murphy's incredibly cute. So that's a kind of dinosaur toy um, who comes to life in the dream world, and Nick can fly. Potsworth is owned by. Carter, yes, um, who is uh African American, yeah and he is um, he's that very kind of 90s hip kid
0: because mm-hmm. he's
1: got like the fade, you know, yeah, his he's hair, got the fade and he's got
0: the um, t shirt, like the, the baseball t shirt with like the the main body and the contrasting sleeves. Yeah, I
1: don't know, like, I can't remember the year this is, but like, I don't know how big Fresh Prince of Bel Air is, but I,
0: it's got that he's, vibe, he's got
1: that vibe, he, yeah, uh, but he's. What I did like is he's not like into like sports or something. He's into art, which is really cool. So his power in the dream world is to anything he draws can become real.
0: Yeah, he's got this magic paintbrush, and
1: yes, which like he can draw a door and they can escape through it, or he can draw an item that they need, which is a really cool power.
0: Incredibly useful power. I mean. I would argue, probably the best power of all of these is is the ability to create anything.
1: Yes, yes, to create any substance or, or yeah, that seems pretty. But good. I mean, it's
0: a good thing that his art skills are as good as they are. Yeah. Because can you imagine if it was a bit shonky and he was having to like, like you know, like this is much like Penny Crayon, you know, where it's actually like it entirely <laughs> depends on the quality of the artist. But you draw
1: something and it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on the less good power scale, um, there is Keiko. Yep who um, is a young girl who's sort of like almost elects self-leader. She's not a boss in boots, but she Yeah, she kind of came in as the leader, yeah. Um, uh, She has a flying skateboard.
0: Well, I mean, that's still pretty cool.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, all right.
0: Yeah, she has a flying skateboard, and she can go super quick um, on that flying skateboard. Of course you can, because it's a flying skateboard. Who
1: would want a slow flying skateboard?
0: Well, that's that's the point. I mean, I think the point is she can go a lot quicker than a regular skateboard. Can Um, she? Well, I got the impression of that certainly. I mean, she's whipping about that cave, you know, picking up all the items that they need for filling people's dream orders.
1: Yeah. So, Super Nick's sister, going back to the other bunk bed owner, Rosie, is a ginger girl who has no special powers yep. and is just generally a pain in the arse. <laughs> I
0: wrote that too. She's basically she's a pain. She likes to shop and she likes a bargain.
1: Yeah. And well, I looked up um, a couple of the other episodes. I looked up all their like synopses on Wikipedia because I wanted to find the one where Carter can't get back to sleep. But th- th- that was by the by. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't. Okay, so whatever. Uh, but Rosie being kind of a pain in the ass is actually the theme of two of the thirteen episodes. Really? Yeah, where they're just like you know, get rid of Rosie or help Rosie not to be an old stick see, in the mud. And- see, this
0: just to me sounds like the head writer on this had a sister they didn't really like much growing up
1: yeah probably because super nick is clearly the coolest
0: absolutely super nick is the coolest
1: flies and has murphy yeah carter has potsworth though so i'd probably want to be carter like yeah, drawing but, and potsworth that's cool
0: i mean parts like you know potsworth doesn't have any powers other than he can speak
1: well that's a power i mean it, a dog. it is
0: a power but, <laughs> but i mean what else does he bring it to the table other than sass
1: if you don't believe Sass is a superpower, <laughs> then I don't know how we've got this far.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean <laughs> point point taken. Okay, point taken.
1: Okay. <laughs> Um so that those that those are the kids. Yeah. And one of the episodes we watched was called The Wishing Whale. And Keiko's not in it and it's just never explained.
0: No, until she turns up at the end and is like, Hey, where were you guys? I couldn't find you in the dream zone last night. Yeah. But, like next morning when when they're all awake.
1: Yeah. I, I guess maybe because she's so sensible that she would have stopped them going off on a whale, which they, they travel off on a whale, which has is a white whale, and it has a massive, massive head. And at first, it kind of looked like a sperm to me, like a massive, massive sperm. Yeah. Not a sperm whale. Sperm. Um, and the kids ride it. They ride the massive sperm <laughs> to a weird island, yep. and then they get their dreams. So it's, it, the kids, um, it's... Nick Super Nick Carter
0: Rosie Rosie
1: and Pottsworth that get their dreams So Pottsworth's dream is that um, in his world all of the dogs have houses and all of the people act like dogs yep. um, Rosie's dream is a shopping mall where everything's 50% off which
0: hello <laughs>
1: why is everything not free in your dream what a terrible dream. Maybe they're right to hate Rosie. I don't know.
0: <laughs> dream bigger, Rosie.
1: <laughs> You've got Um, Carter's dream is he's on stage and literally every time he eats paintbrush, touches the canvas a whole... Stadium of people go nuts for him. Yeah,
0: it's his art is appreciated because, like, the precursor to this whole thing is when they're awake during the day. Like, he, I think, is trying to show some art. That's it. He has like a sign for a barbecue, mm-hmm. um, and it gets trampled over as people are leaving. And he's like, "No one appreciates my art," and everyone else is like, "We're having a clean-up, and this is a pain." Um, but you know, it feels like his is the only one that's actually a genuine motivation for this. Everyone else is like, "We had to shoehorn everyone in," and they literally couldn't come up with anything for Keiko.
1: Yeah, so just don't bother with Keiko. Leave her out. Um, And then Nick, the final one, uh, Super Nick, he is big. Yes. Giant, like Godzilla stampeding over a city giant, Mm -hmm. which I suppose a little... He's younger than the others, so his dream is less sophisticated. Yeah. Although Rosie's is just, you know, fatally flawed.
0: I mean, yeah, and she gets fooled around by this crazy robot that keeps slashing prices until everything's like 99. This is the thing about this. They put this, because when the wishing whale turns up, they're really cynical about the like dreams that come true. I don't know about that. You're in a dream. Yes. You're, you're literally in a dream zone. One of you has a magic paintbrush. You can create anything you want. I mean, is the cynicism about the whale coming from the fact of, well, I can create anything I want? Well, maybe the cynicism you.
1: is because that whale has that creepy voice. Yeah. If you've got a meditation app on your phone, then that is exactly the voice. She's <laughs> very like, you can trust me. You're feeling very sleep. She's got a, like an incredibly melodious voice, which is like too melodious, a bit creepy. Yeah, and where and, does this whale come from? And why can't she just like grant their wishes where they are? She takes them to a weird island, drops them off. The wishing whale is in no way involved in the wish thing. They have to run through a jungle bit to get to the place where the wishes are, and then they go behind a door, and they've all got an individual wish. But it's and in then, like
0: a walled space,
1: and then. There's something about getting back.
0: Yeah, they have have to to get
1: back before...
0: The dream's own moon sets below the horizon.
1: Yes.
0: Um, Otherwise, they'll be stuck with that wish forever. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because they're in a dream. So are they never going to wake up? or
1: Maybe, but that's quite dark. Not a lot of this is explained, you know, in great detail.
0: No. I mean, it seems like this is a pretty thin plot. Because, I mean, the one bit I liked about this was the dream zone moon. When they go, the dream zone moon. And they almost point to it. And it's like, hey, I'm the moon. How you doing? And then when it's a... setting, it's like, oh, no, wait, I'm going under. Hurry. See, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. funny. That is funny.
1: I think it's a bit rich for you as an adult to spend your time watching a child's cartoon and then go, it's pretty light on plot. <laughs> like, that kind of seems like the thing that an asshole would do. <laughs> what I would say is that I totally accept that as kids, when they go to sleep, they go to a dream world. I think that's a fun idea that any kid can easily, like, get hold of. And I love that when you go into the dream world, you just have to accept that the king there is called the dozer, He's always asleep. Worst
0: worst king ever. Worst king in the world.
1: He's great. He's always in his pyjamas, and he has a big fat body and a tiny little crown. I like the dozer. I think the dozer is a great name for a king. Yeah, and and the Nightmare Prince is bad, and that you... But he's not like really bad because he turns up. He's you know, like murdered. Pretty He's a cartoon villain, so yeah. he just, you know, causes him a little bit of trouble. I love all that. But yeah, the wishing Whale well doesn't really fit in with any of that. It's just kind of like we wanted to take all of the kids, minus the skateboard girl, to an island and have them have, have some weird. Weird wish dreams, dreams within dreams come true. Yeah. And then there's jeopardy added, so they've got to get back by a certain time.
0: Yeah. I don't know. that, That whole episode, it seemed like removed from... The dream zone as a whole, because yes. they just kind of turn up, and it's like, "Oh, hey, I'm a whale." All this right. Is,
1: this is what I'm saying when I say I don't think we watched the right episodes because the Wishing Whale is all about a Wishing Whale, and the other episode we watched was called—I don't know what it was called. You tell me what it was called. I can't remember
0: it's called, but it was about. I the thought giant. you'd.
1: I thought you'd have written it down. No, I
0: didn't write it down. I, uh-huh. I wrote down the Wishing Whale, but um, <laughs> because that's yeah, that's the a good title. The other episode
1: is something about the cave guy.
0: Yeah, the the grey stone giant. Right, but I feel like that one, at least, there are characters in it who are, from my recollection, recurring, like the Nightmare Prince, King Dozer, his his assistant Sebastian, um, and the Greystone Joanne. All of these people are in the title sequence of the show. There's no fucking whale in the title sequence of the show.
1: No, that's fair. Yeah, his assistant Sebastian looks exactly like Penfold, yeah. except not on the mouse.
0: Smaller Penfold.
1: Or, or whatever. What is Penfold? penfold I
0: thought he was like a, a chipmunk
1: doesn't matter. No,
0: he's not a chipmunk. He hasn't got stripes down his face. Gerbil.
1: If you came here for rodent knowledge, you came to the wrong place. Even cartoon knowledge, we're fairly limited. Um, I mean, he can't
0: be a mouse, because Danger Mouse is the mouse. yeah. And Baron Greenback's a toad. But anyway, Sebastian looks like Penfold. He's only on there for a little bit, but I really thought, you know, he's actually a strong character. I'd like to have seen more of Sebastian.
1: Yes, I'd have liked more of Sebastian. And I think he was in other episodes because he did seem familiar to me. And the Dozer, I think, is in more episodes. Yeah. Um, but he's a
0: terrible king. Well, he's just
1: he's just sleepy.
0: Get, no wonder, this, wonder the Dream Kingdom is permanently under threat from the Nightmare Prince because the king is permanently asleep.
1: Yes, because they get there at night.
0: But everyone else is awake. Well, I don't know. Maybe I got that wrong. I mean, it seems like Maybe Sebastian's the... awake. The Rockstone Giant is um, is awake. You know, the Nightmare Prince is up. His little Igor type thing. You know, Jellybean is all awake.
1: I have chronic fatigue, so I, just, I guess I don't judge the dozer as harshly as you do. So, <laughs> I, you know, a character is always asleep. I totally accept. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, I get it. It's a tough life, buddy. Okay, pal.
0: Right. I mean, I'm just just saying, like, the organization of this kingdom does not. Seem the best it could be.
1: No, but that is a conceit that you always have to have if you're going to have kids in some kind of role of responsibility. Yeah. So if your midnight patrol is a bunch of, I would say like under 10-year-olds, yeah. then yeah, obviously it's not a well-run <laughs> democracy. What do you want from it? No, I mean, like, you know You're holding this to a standard that's unreasonable. I mean this was a good show. <laughs> my my memories of this are not ruined by us watching it
0: no i think my
1: it's not so bad that i go oh my god what was i thinking it was it was okay and i didn't get yeah. too excited about watching it and I don't think I'll search out the rest of the episodes. No, but I, think, but I wasn't. It wasn't spoiled for me.
0: No, and I think things. This still holds. You know, this still holds strong memories for me. And I think the fact this goes to the point we talked about before we started watching it that we're both really surprised there are only thirteen episodes of this. Yeah, yeah. like shocked. I would have sworn this had. This is one of those things I had like. 50, 60 episodes, mm. and, you know, they knocked them out. You know, it was just it was the thing there. But, I mean, you know, there's still – I think there'd be elements of things I'd want – I'd want to go back and find the episode I can half remember, you know, I think.
1: You can try, but the couple that we watched are from a VHS, which was released of it. Mm. Um, so clearly somebody out there has got that. Um, and not all of them were put out on VHS. It wasn't It wasn't a huge hit, um, maybe because anybody <laughs> who was older than us saw these flaws <laughs> in both the – um socio-political setup of the Kingdom of the Dream Zone and um just generally in uh you know yeah, I mean plot <laughs>
0: that's entirely possible. I want to talk about the Greystone Giant though because the Greystone Giant is the focus of the other episode that we watched. Yes. Um so he
1: was a cool dude.
0: He was a cool dude. Basically he works in a cave, bottomless endless cave that has all sorts of weird objects in it. And he is taking phone calls and getting faxes and letters at the same time of requests for things for people's dreams. Yep. And he has to go and find them. And there's a complaint from... Basically, the Midnight Patrol get dispatched by it's King Dozer It's quite Dose heavy on strategy. admin,
1: this... Is it
0: heavy on admin? Yeah. Right? to Basically, to go and help him out and figure out why everyone's dream supplies are coming through late. Yeah. Now, first off, here's a massive problem with this. You've got one giant sourcing all this stuff you go into the cave. It's just a mad cacophony. How he can find anything, I don't know. What What are you saying here? You're going to streamline his workflow? No, I'm just saying this. What, like, is this is a business podcast. No, now? I know. I mean, you know, this is this is a dream world in which literally they have a small child come in. He's not part of this dream world. He's a visitor, and he has a paintbrush. He can create anything at will.
1: You know what? That is a good point. For some reason, they put Carter on
0: phones. Yeah. Why did they put Carter <laughs> Why do they put Carter, <laughs> they put Carter on phones? <laughs> that is an excellent point. Yeah. Why do they do that? They at least send Nick and Keiko to go and find stuff. But they send Nick to go and find stuff. He doesn't know what anything is. He's like five. <laughs> yeah. So like find a beach ball. What's a beach ball? Well, it's a ball. How about this one? He brings like a massive ball and chain. And Rosie, you know, who's just checked out. is like, that'll do. Yeah. She doesn't
1: care. Rosie's basically a bitch. Um, Yeah, I don't know why they put Carter on phones. Um, I think, you know, little girls can be bossy. And if they have boys to organise, they will um, shaft them. Um, (laughs) Which is reversed later in life. (laughs) Uh, Also, maybe racism.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's because he's the oldest. He's the one you can trust on phones.
1: (laughs) He's the one you can trust on phones. I don't know. But at no point does any of them go, do you know what? I'm still looking for this stuff. Carter could just draw it all. <laughs>
0: you know what it says that? We just I mean, we just have a rest. It's the thing is, like, I not clear is he making the dreams of or are they just all there, and he's just got to find them?
1: He has them all there, and he has to locate them.
0: But where does he send that? Like, they find them, and then they just randomly drop them into people's dreams. I don't know how they get there, but he says, "Oh, I've been working here for a few thousand People years." People come
1: to collect them. The Dozer's staff they turn up to collect them yeah. because the Nightbear Prince.
0: Poses disguises
1: as himself as one of the staff coming to collect something.
0: Yeah, to get inside. I presume, I mean, it's not explained, but I presume his plot is to try and stop dreams.
1: Again, that part is not explained because he does get access to the cave, which he's not meant to have, yep. locks them out, but then doesn't really he just do rings anything his with it. Yeah, he rings his mum. He does have a toxic relationship with his mother. He does. Um, to the point in which he can't really act without her. But if he's the Nightmare Prince, is she the Nightmare Queen
0: Again, not explained.
1: Is he some sort of...
0: Is he Dozer's Regent? son? Is he,
1: no, he's not. I don't think he's Dozer's son. Because Dozer is the king. Is he an illegitimate And a nightmare son? prince.
0: Well, maybe he is.
1: But it's the, maybe,
0: yeah. maybe that's it. Maybe, you know, there was... I'm going to spit for him. Maybe oh, well. the queen and King Dozer's relationship broke down because King Dozer's permanently asleep. Queen can't get any time with him. They break up. She leaves. Disaffected son, you know go gets into listening to goth music and and some grunge and some industrial metal and you know it, he's the nightmare prince styles himself as that so calls his mum has his long distance relationship with his mum his dad still can't wake up
1: how many times
0: narcolepsy claims another family
1: how many times have we heard this tale
0: oh my god so many times uh, you know it's I think, I think it's it's uh... it's
1: obvious to me now that that is uh, the subtext <laughs> the subtext that <laughs> That's we've been gotta looking be the for. subtext yeah yeah absolutely anyway. Um, yeah, in this cartoon about um, kids running a cave, uh, monsters cave for him. Um, the monster goes off. He's not a monster, is he? What is he? A he's a st- grey
0: stone giant. Giant,
1: which is a pretty like
0: unimaginative name.
1: He goes off on his holiday. So he's never had a holiday before, and um, he's keep going off. He sees the sun. He doesn't like it. He tries snow. Um, not keen I thought, on that either. I thought it was. It was quite. Um, political in that it was sort of sort of suggesting he had no workers rights Yeah, which i Ooh. i enjoyed that
0: i hadn't come at it from that angle
1: mm, no you were more on the narcolepsy front <laughs> very f- heavy I on was, the narcolepsy i was more concerned
0: with the top of this fiefdom than um...
1: yes yeah no no you've got to you've got to look at the workers always look at the workers um yes yeah, so they they suggested the vacation to him so that when he comes back he'll be more productive which you know is uh Theory.
0: I mean, this this just seems like this seems terrible. I mean, he he is, I presume, the last of his kind, or the only one of his species.
1: Where are you getting that from? He's
0: the only one there, and he's the only one. He says he's the only one allowed inside. No one else is allowed inside.
1: No one else is allowed inside, and no one's allowed the key. And the midnight patrol offered to run the place for him, and they immediately let the nightmare prince inside and lose the key. Yeah, absolutely terrible.
0: They lose by basically leaning the key up against the door and going, "Hey, at least we've still got the key." Yeah. And the Night Prince leans out and gets it.
1: Yeah, and then when they have to get back in back in the cave, um, it the, the plan to get back inside is so basic that I actually missed it, which is that there's a back door and that they just go in there.
0: Well, I mean, Carter tries drawing another door, first off, and when he opens it, the Nightmare Prince, I think, slams it shut. No, or, there's no, a lion there. There's a lion there. That's it. Which Nightmare Prince, I can't is put you there. Forgot
1: that.
0: I forgot. I'm so sorry. I forgot the lion. So
1: if you are a person who has magical abilities to draw um, doors, sometimes a lion will be behind them.
0: <laughs> it's a thing. It's a danger you've got to face.
1: I'm worried that uh, at least the last ten minutes of this podcast has made no sense whatsoever, <laughs> and that we've just been talking gibberish.
0: <laughs> no, I think. I think, you know, it makes as much sense as most of the conceit of Potsworth and Company.
1: So what we're saying is, if you are an adult and value being able to make sense of things, don't watch Potsworth and Company. No, I mean... Is that what we're saying? No, I, I maybe. Yeah, I think it
0: is. Maybe. But, you know, I, I'd still recommend people go and watch it. There's nothing else than to go back. If you, if you like us, can't really remember it that well, um, do I go just back just told them about it. it. Yeah, but do go back and watch it. Get your own opinion. I mean, yeah. <laughs> do go back and watch it, and you know, see what you think. Is one question I did have though? Okay, right. These kids are uh, the intro shows us these kids having a really active day. They're running into bed. They're you know running to all day. They get and they get and immediately fall asleep, and then they basically do like a full like eight hours of adventuring and running around and working admin working for a double shift. Yeah. Working double shift. How are these kids not exhausted?
1: Yeah, I was worried about that. this is not
0: restful sleep.
1: Because, yes, you need restful sleep to recharge your brain. And then I thought, maybe I shouldn't worry about that. This is a kid's cartoon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree with you. And when I was a kid, I think I loved the idea of actually going to a dream world every night. Didn't concern me. I'd probably be pretty tired. when you're a
1: kid, sleep is wasted time.
0: Absolutely. This is why you, you know, don't want to go to bed. Yeah. And this is why when you wake up, you just get up. So when you when you become like a teenager you decide to stay I in bed. Could
1: talk to my mum because that was never true of me. <laughs> I, I never just got out of bed. I was exactly the same as a kid as I am now. I, <laughs> I did not want to get up in the mornings. Didn't didn't really like getting up in the afternoons. <laughs> so but in general, yes, I take that point.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's I think that's that's a concern really, is you know, these kids can't be healthy. I mean, from this absolute lack of REM sleep.
1: You're worried about their lack of REM I sleep. I am worried you? about
0: their lack of REM worried sleep. Worried about
1: the long term effects on their brain.
0: Maybe that's why it's only thirteen episodes. Just after that, these kids just,
1: would just be cruel. Cease functioning. <laughs> they'd be all they'd be all, like drawn in the face and the you know, their yeah. hair would be falling be out. Like,
0: like quantum leap, like you know, quantum their leap.
1: eyes just staring <laughs> off into the middle distance.
0: A thousand yard stare. I'm not going back in that cave again.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I think it was best that they, they stopped it when they did because I wouldn't want to see the kids the kids like that.
0: No, no, not at all. Oh, there we are. I mean, Liz, is there anything else that you wanted to that's discuss? That's all with... I have to say I about Pottsworth and Company. <laughs> I think we've said
1: all we can say. I don't think that it's... I I didn't hate it, but I don't think it's one that you should rush back to.
0: No, I mean, I think that that's... So that's the question. How do you like me now?
1: We liked you okay. Yeah,
0: we liked, we liked you okay. We
1: liked our memories better.
0: Yes, that's it. I think, you know, nostalgia, one out on this one rather than going back and reliving it What did it lose out ooh that's a good question I don't know you've messed with my head now <laughs> I think better to say um, you know if you have a really strong memory of the show I would not recommend going back and watching it because you might ruin that memory
1: but that's literally the opposite to what you just said a few minutes ago what tries to be crazy with you <laughs> oh what's your opinion Will okay I'll ask again in ten minutes <laughs>
0: No, I yeah, I I would say yeah, you know, I'd say if you don't want to ruin your memories, of the show, don't go back and rewatch it. I don't think it holds up as well as as well as I hoped it would.
1: I think it holds up nearly as well as I hope that it would, but I still don't think you should go back and watch it because it isn't as good or better.
0: <laughs> okay, well, and that's it. So, um, thank you, Liz. If you could take
1: it. anything from that, then you are doing so well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We will be back soon with uh, another episode where we're going to go back and review we'll have another great piece of Kids TV. Are
1: you going to be picking next time? And yes,
0: next time it's my pick. Um, Ooh, so, all yeah, exciting. all exciting. Um, so, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see you again soon. This is a Standard Nerds podcast.